This episode of Anime Boys is brought to you by Funimation Now. Get unlimited access to all your HD anime favorites with Funimation Now. Start your free trial today at Funimation.com. What is going on, guys, and welcome to episode 16 of the Anime Boys podcast. And as always, I would love to welcome my co-host, AJ Garces. What is going on, my man? I'm coming at you from the world of delirious. What do you mean I by am, delirious? Well, what's I going on, super, my man? No, dude, I'm saying, yeah, okay, you, you're not going to think it's true because you party every night, but yeah, I am yeah. running off of like three hours of sleep because I did two shows last night and they were fucking awesome. I haven't slept since 95. <laughs> so you, you don't understand. Class, class of 95. Um, dude, that's that's good though. I mean, you gotta sacrifice a little bit when you're trying to when you're on the grind. Oh, yeah, a- absolutely, absolutely. I think this whole thing is like sacrifice. I mean, with with you doing like music, I'm doing comedy, but then we both have the podcast, and it's just like the podcast is just the thin layer of icing over this huge creative cake. Oh yeah, man. No, I mean, like I said, this is always just fun, and um, you know, we're gonna keep trying to bring it to you guys every week if we can. But you know, we do have our our lives to tend to, but. Um, but how's that? What up? What up? What up the, the anime boys and girls going crazy? Yo, over the weekend. yes, yo, we had a little bit of a spike in our plays, and I just want to say thank you guys. A little bit bullshit. Oh, bullshit! It was a, it was a lot of plays. It was a you, very large spike. It was a very large spike in uh, our plays, or you know that were you know people coming through traffic on the website. Um, if you guys are just joining us on episode sixteen, and you've listened to all other sixteen episodes, thank you guys. Um. I hope you guys are enjoying it. Please, you know, choose an email, drop us anything, you know, let us know how we're doing. Even if you think we suck, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you think the podcast is absolute shit, let us know. You listen to episode 16, though. If you hear this, meaning you had to get to this point. <laughs> That's true. You had to you had to take the journey. Thank you. To get there. But uh, you guys are awesome. You know what I mean? And anime is such a huge part of my life now, and it's becoming so awesome to be able to talk about it with it, with you, you know, AJ in general. Um and share Absolutely. it with everybody. So, but uh, yo, there's a couple things I do want to get into before we get into this uh, review. That's a, it's a good review we got going on because it's a movie that I haven't seen, um, but just a widely spread about movie. But before we get into it, there's two things I want to bring up go, that go, I didn't, go. didn't talk to you about them before because I like I wanted to you know riff on it. Um, so I saw a couple articles because the new Pokemon. It's not po- called Pokemon Go. It's called Pokemon. It's gonna blow my mind. It's like basically, basically Pokemon Go, but it's going to like you know every on other the, on, the, on the Switch. On the Switch, what is it called? I cannot remember its, it's name. It's the, the it's like the something Pikachu, and then the one with Eevee. It's yeah, like so it's like Pikachu, Pokemon, Eevee. We know what we're talking about, you know, basically. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So I saw an article, and there was a little bit of a clip, you know, to show you the gameplay of it, and there people are up and all about this. You know, everyone's freaking out. Fans are freaking out. That they wait the way they saw because the Pokemon's gonna follow you kind of like in Pokemon Yellow when that first came out like yeah. Pikachu follows yeah. you so whatever Pokemon you have is gonna be following you and there was a Venusaur in like the, the uh, gameplay like showing you how it's gonna be done um, and he was hopping like a frog and everyone was everyone was like up in arms about this They're like oh my god we just discovered that Venusaur is like a frog I'm like you couldn't figure that out <laughs> by looking at him <laughs> like. How other like he, he is a fat 
tiptoed with a fucking tree on his back. Like, what other way did you think he was gonna walk? Like, it just... I mean, I mean, if you look, at, if you look at the Pokemon movie, though, he did kind of walk in like a weird, like Triceratops. Kind Very of true. Thing. I, you know, I started to think about that, but it just quickly. Well, look, look, look at like this though. Do you remember? I mean, like you could even say that in the Pokemon games, fucking the character would jump over fences like a frog. He would just spring over them like it was nothing. Yeah, I just didn't see for this. Lazy. I just didn't feel that there was such to be this like up in arms. Like everyone's like shocked by it. Like Venusaur is a frog. Yeah. Like no. I don't care. So, it, yeah, no. What uh, I would be more concerned about is how the fuck did that fat Venusaur get over the fence? Like, Jesus. Very true. And I feel like if it did jump, it would still cause this, like, slight tremor in, like, the like the ground. You know what I mean? You that would... or I don't think he would be able to get over the fence and he would just, like, bust it. Very true. Very true. But I thought that Venusaur was fucking... Is a, Venusaur is a fat Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was funny, like, seeing that. that. It was and... funny. It that was, was a good funny. one. It was funny. Dude, talk to me about that uh, that My Hero episode. Dude, that My Hero episode. Oh, yes. That's another thing. This isn't part of the one thing I wanted to talk about, but I'm so glad you brought that up, actually. Um, it was a good filler episode. It really it, – it you know, it takes some relief. You know, it's a filler it's supposed to do. It's supposed to, really, like, relieve you from, like, the storyline. And it's yeah. supposed to, like – you know, because when you have a manga, they don't write fillers for the manga. The studio fills in the gaps so you don't have just, like, eight episodes. You know what I mean? Because you've got to yeah, fill, like, a 30-episode, exactly. like, block. But I like this filler because, one, it, yes, it gave us a little bit more in-depth about some characters and, you know, just, you know, hooray, you know. But it basically said, like, this is – the clip for it was, like, for the My Hero movie. They even said that in the yeah, episode. Dude, which, yeah, they broke the fourth wall, like, Deadpool style. Yeah, no, it was – I was like, you're going to find out during the movie. But I did think it was cool spoilers if you haven't seen the episode or – uh, you haven't seen any of the, like, the posters for the movie or you've been living under a rock for the past uh, three years. I do apologize. Um, it's basically setting up who that character in the poster was. You know, the guy with the glasses, the brown hair. That was All Might's, like, assistant. So, oh, what was his name? Like, like George? Um, you know, honestly, I can't remember at the moment. I and, don't remember, but it was, it, was his, it was his sidekick. His sidekick, not his assistant. It was like his brainiac, you know, sidekick. I, that Dude, I love that they were like, oh, that's when we were in America. And his eyes were all, like, Americanized. Yeah, he's a very Americanized character, which was really cool. Like, I mean, but, really I mean, okay, and that's actually something I'm going to bring up. I will remember this. I'm going to bring that when we do our movie review because that's kind of something I want to touch on. But, uh, yeah, he's in America. So they're going to America in, in the movie, which is really cool. It's going to be sweet. I'm so excited for it. Um, I hope – I just don't know. So the movie is going to take place before where we're at now when they're getting their provisional license. Yeah, I believe so. In, before, in the show. In the yeah. show so this is be- technically not – the movie is now not canon. Yeah, I, no, yeah. it's not. So it's just cool. I mean – I guess like my hero, I think anything my hero is going to be awesome. So, um, one more thing I wanted to bring up is that if for all our anime boys and girls out there that are all caught up on Borto, it is getting really good. Um, the last couple episodes have been filler, but they are setting up for something great. Um, if you guys are all caught up, you basically have Mitsuki, who is you know part of the Borto and Sadara's trio, kind of like Naruto and Sasuke's and Sadara's, uh, you know, their trio back in you know original Naruto. Um, you're setting up for Mitsuki who's trying to find himself because he's Orochimaru's son, but he was like created by Orochimaru. And you're getting set up for something where Mitsuki has to go search for himself, kind of like a Sasuke thing. If you know, I'm not sure. I know you're not really caught up on Naruto. 
Um, no, no, no. But I, I know what you mean. But when you're referring to a Sasuke type, because thing, in Naruto, definitely no Sasuke's deal. Because Nar- in, Sa- in Sasuke left the Leaf Village just for you know he just didn't feel right in there. He wanted to get stronger. Um, and I feel like they're going to do a whole Mitsuki type thing like that, where he has to go find himself and find out who he is, which I think is cool. But also, yeah. I'm like, because here's the thing: they could have made a completely different storyline, where it's not anything like Nar- other Naruto. Fans would have no, been absolutely. fans would have been mad. They're like, oh, we we it's want so we want new things, but we won't accept new things. Which is why I think fandoms are the hardest to like please at all. <laughs> That's the one. Well, thing. You, well you got to think about this with like fandoms, especially with like because it, it was a little hard to get people who were stuck on Naruto on like some of them were gun ho for Boruto, some of them were kind of like, oh, it's just another Naruto like ripoff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now it's now it's become like these homages as far as like writing style and story platform that are like hinting back to Naruto that they're just like, Oh, it's just another Sasuke. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're definitely right about that. I mean, I hope, I think it's going to be good. And my thing is because I don't like to put myself, cause I am a fan of these shows. I don't like to put myself deep into those fandoms because I said it once you go in there, it's a dark place. <laughs> it's a when, dark when, place. Once you go fandom, you never go back. I don't know. I don't know where you're going with that one, but you you know it's a dark place. It's a really it's a really dark place to get into. So I try to avoid myself. So I just as a whole, I like just I just enjoy watching Boruto. I enjoy watching anything ninja. You know what I mean? Like in that kind of way. Um, same thing with like Star Wars. You can't please any Star Wars fans. But I just look at it. I watch a Star Wars movie. I'm like, you, you can't know what? please any Star Wars. You can't. Yeah, so I, when I watch a Star Wars movie, I'm just like, you know what? It was good for what it was. You know what I mean? It was good. Um, but you can't please anybody. So that's why I think it's – I'm excited to see where uh, it's going to go. So uh, we'll definitely be keeping up with it as it keeps going. Mitchell, do, do you love streaming unlimited amounts of HD anime? That's the only way I love doing it. It's the only way I love watching anime. That's the only way I love watching anime. Did you know that with Funimation Now – you can stream unlimited HD anime favorites all the time? No, tell me more. I will tell you more. So you can go to Funimation.com and start your free trial of Funimation now and get unlimited access to all your HD anime favorites. Gee, Willikers, stings AJ. Gee, <laughs> wow, that was amazing. So guys... All you anime boys and girls, if you haven't already, go start your free trial of Funimation now. So, on episode 16, we are covering the 1995 anime movie Staple by Mr. Mamoru Oshii, Ghost in the Shell. Yo, I, like I said, a lot of these movies I have never seen before. Um, And I was super excited to watch this one because there's been... The movie, there's been a 1.5 movie, there's been like a second movie, a TV show, yeah, yeah, and a live yeah, adaptation. A TV shows, there's like, there's so much Ghost in the Shell stuff, and as far as like recent news, there was huge controversy with whenever the new Ghost in the Shell came out in 2017, and Americans were like, oh, Scarlett Johansson is playing a Japanese character, and everyone in Japan was like, we thought you did good. Which I want to say that, that, you know... Because it kind of brings me back. Now we might, I might piss a lot of people off if you, if you what, what I'm about to say. Is that I totally, res- <laughs> I, I, I definitely respect. I want when when studios do adaptations, I want them to respect the art. I want them to do it correctly. I want them to have a good storyline. You know, respect the art form. Absolutely. Um, 
But, you know, I saw a lot of people up in arms about this because it's like, oh, you know, that's a Japanese character casted by, like, an American woman. Um, I personally didn't see anything wrong with it. I haven't seen the live-action movie, but just from what I've seen, like, the photos, trailers, and then I saw this movie for the first time, I think it looked pretty damn close, to be honest with you. So the one thing, the one, and, and I don't really want to, because we could do a whole episode as far as like very, comparison very, between very 1995 good. and 2017. But the first thing that stands out for me about um, Ghost in the Shell, well, I saw Ghost in the Shell when I was like 13, and there are boobies in this movie. There are boobies in this movie. <laughs> and I yes. Was like, yes. Score. But now it's actually not the thing I wanted to talk about. I just wanted to say movies in this movie. Um, if you look, the aesthetic is almost very pale. It is very pale. It's got that it like is, graininess over it, and it's got it's like got that. A, it's grainy. It's pale. But anything that's neon cuts through the pale, and that's what I love about it. Like, you have all the characters who are pale, all the action is pale, all the scenery is pale, but all these neon lights are what's like, you know, and I think with the 2017 movie, they tried to make it way too Neo-Tokyo, you know what I mean? Very true. Very, 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 very true. Um, I, I loved that. the color. I loved the color of this movie because it, all the neon lights just popped so much harder. It's good. No, and I guess, and you know, we'll, we'll start getting into the movie in a second. After I kind of want to mention some stuff. I love the artwork of this movie. It, you know, it brings. It was the. It was a, like of the time. You know, I mean? it was nineteen ninety five when this movie came out. It looked like Akira. It felt like Cowboy Bebop. You know what I mean? It had that same, just kind of like feel to it. You know what I mean? Like where you, if you pause any scene in the movie, you could literally pick everything out. You know what I mean? Um, like there was a, there was one scene in the movie, um, we'll start getting through review now, but, uh, where whoever, you know, he got his, half his brain blown off or his body blown off. I could see like, just like the spine and all like the organs, like it was so like vivid and it was just, there's there's multiple deaths in this movie where there is just, it is, uh, there was a sequence where they shoot some kind of mechanism into that dude's car when he's like in between the barriers yes yeah, that's what I'm talking about that's what I was talking about that was it was so when I saw that I was like what the fuck I was like well first off how just just how much of a badass as a character is Major Kusanagi like just as a character she's just fucking cool she's so cool because she's so like calm and like collect well she's a cyborg like yeah and that's what I think that's what I loved about the so Mimi Woods is the actress that played uh, Kusanagi and basically she is a cyborg and so all of her mannerisms she's neither you know happy nor sad nor too excited it's very I am a cyborg this is how I talk you know but you can still tell when she's kind of angry when she's a little less oh yeah so basically our like you know our movie picks up with um, and you know it picks up when they're in like a meeting um, which another thing is so they're in a political type style meeting, which I will say about this movie. This movie was so like political and I love like the, the banter of like politicians. You know what I mean? If, if that, if that makes any sense where it's like someone could say something and it's like, oh, well I have like, you know, um, asylum, but they were very political about it. For some reason I like that in movies when it's like a war style movie, but they're talking all like, you know, like political terms and stuff like that. Do you watch House of Cards? No, I don't, but everyone tells me to watch that. Like, someone tells me to watch that. I feel like you would love House of Cards. Yeah, just after that one statement. So, uh, 
pick us up. How do you feel about this whole first act of the movie? Like, you know, basically introduced, inter- being introduced to the movie. Well, being introduced to the movie, you know, it, it, that first scene with like you have, which we later find out is the programmer for the the like, and it's the foreign. It's like the foreign ministries, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. And they're the ones having that meeting, and you don't find out what's going on until the very end, which yeah. is kind of crazy. So you're just like, oh, there's just like a meeting, and there's these people, and that's when you kind of see, you mm-hmm. get that first glimpse of Major, who's up on that. You you building. get you get the first you know point of like Major, and she's looking in, and you know I love. It's, it's kind of like a ghost. It, it, it's a ghost operation. You know, it's a ghost operation. They're part of a so basically they're part of like a secret. I guess it's, it's not a government organization. It's just I mean I guess what it is Section Nine, where Section the world the world is so at the you know the movie is based in twenty fifty nine I believe it's what it's based in. 20, I think it's twenty twenty nine. Twenty twenty nine. Yeah. So it's it's in the fucking future. <laughs> it's in the fucking in the future, and it's everything is so computerized. Everything's about information. So there's cyber attacks, and Section Nine is a group of. Uh, basically androids but they're androids and they have a thing called ghost which is basically their soul and you know their ghost is inside of a body and they need to stop cyber attacks or you know anything like that so they end up you know killing you know major kind of shows and starts killing one of these uh operatives um who is a part of like a cyber whole attack situation and you i love just her tactics like her camouflage like i love that like whole being drawn Thing because she has this thing where they can camouflage her entire body into like the background scenery, which I think is a really cool. I thought it was really cool. So, yeah. And so, w- with the whole like plot of the movie, we get introduced early to this hacker who they label the puppet master. And so, basically, the puppet master's whole deal is that he hacks in to people's like he hacks into ghosts basically and he hacks into the minds of like these cyborg human hybrid people which i know i know it was really interesting because you remember that first scene that first kind of chase scene where they're going after the Mm -hmm. the garbage men well so basically yeah so you have the puppet master and the puppet master is you know they they find out who it is because he had hacked into a ghost uh one of the ministers uh uh, translators and she sees he's pulling information from her and you they, they finally pinpoint what the puppet master is where he's at and you find out the puppet master is using someone um to like basically hack into different mainframes and they finally pick up on that signal of who it was and it's just a normal garbage guy but he's like messed with he's into his brain into his like his whole computer brain and he's basically gave him this whole new life of reasons Dude, why he's, like he's doing this. Which was crazy. I thought that was insane. And I love because once they find the cash of the garbage guy, and they're like, all right, he's not here. It's not who, you know, not, you know, not there. They're basically telling this garbage guy, like, straight up, like, that's not your wife. This is not who you are. You're a lonely man. I just thought it was so crazy. And the camera, like, fades down to his face, and it's kind of like in that fisheye kind of look. Yeah. I love when, like, you can always tell a character is like, losing their shit when like the camera goes into that fisheye style oh, like, yeah. thing and it was just crazy but yeah so he, he's using these these people to like hack other ghosts and there's this, this huge scene with like you know they're following the garbage man but then there's really this other like fugitive it was just like a low life half human half cyborg 
that they just kind of use as a pawn. Yeah. That I I love that whole chase scene because it's basically they're chasing him. You have a Bato or Bet Beto. I'm not sure how they were pronouncing his name. So he's basically her partner in crime, and he's basically chasing him through partner in crime, partner in justice, partner in justice. I mean, I just said partner in crime because you know, like, oh, we're the fucking duo. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's like well, his partner, and then they have a to go to um, who's basically the most human out of all their trio. You know what I mean? They're like, he's like, why did you pick me to be a part of this section nine? She's like, well, because you're the most human out of all of us. It's always good to have a different outlook on things because different one, one person's perspective will not affect the entire, like could be different from the entire groups, yeah. um, which kind of plays in the major's whole, you know, her whole dilemma of the movie is that she is a cyborg, but she, just wants to be human or she realizes that maybe she's not different from everybody. Everyone does treat her like a human. She's not a human. So I feel like she needed to go, to go. So to kind of like bring her like, you know what I mean? Like feel some sort of human way. Yeah, um, that's kind of the, that was a really like that whole, I mean, it's kind of a little later in the movie, but she does have like a struggle with like internal conflict. It's like, what if my memories that I have now are not truly what the memories like? What if they were designed for me? Like, am I really who I say I am? Kind very, of very true. But before we do get into that, I do want to go back before we kind of went on that human train, uh, human talk. But um, <laughs> that fight scene was so amazing because the major goes into her camouflage uh, style, and she finally catches the fugitive who is a ghost. But he is being controlled by the puppet master, and they're fighting on this like open water, um, you know, yeah, dude, setting. She, she is fucking his shit up. And the camera pans out, <laughs> and you, you just see him fighting, and he's being th- like flung through the air through nothing. But he's actually getting his fucking ass kicked. It's fucking like. Dude, do you see the? Do you see the detail and the twisting of the skin? Yes. Where she like breaks yes. his arm and his leg. Like oh. No, it's great, and like I said, that was so. It was so beautiful. It, I mean, and he's getting his ass kicked, but. It was so, like, it was just drawn perfect. It was, the music was perfect. Everything in that, everything in that fight scene was great. Um, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the music because they had used very, you had a minimal, lot of really like, very, minimal music, but it was a lot of oriental strings very true. and a lot of, some of, dude, some of them were just, like, drum beats. Very like, true. It really reminded me a lot of Akira a little bit in the music style because it was a lot of like open orchestral choir, you know, you know, different styles like that. But it built up like the suspense of the scene. You know what I mean? Because there's a whole – because right after that, there is a whole three to four minutes almost of them just panning through the city of like – music. Of yeah. music. And I, for a second I was like, man, this is – this is like still going. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, it, it went on for it was a long sequence. It's a long sequence, but I'm like, you know, this is cool. You know what I mean? It, it it's building up suspense for me, and I'm like, I'm checking out the artwork. I was just checking all the, like the, you know, just looking at you know each shot, and it was great. Dude, I, I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You agree? <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So basically, they, you know, so that, actually, while that whole pan situation is happening, it bleeds into another scene where. Terminator style, basically, this like naked white woman like pops out of like nowhere. You know what I mean? Which in my thirteen year old brain was like more boobies, more boobies, <laughs> more boobies. Um, actually, no. There's actually another scene I actually want to talk to you about. There's a whole boat sequence. So basically, after they kick that guy's ass in the in the uh, in the ocean or in the water scene, they go to the they go to the boat and she's like scuba diving, 
which is still like I feel like she was scuba diving because she is all cyborg. She could just sink to the bottom of the ocean. But when, I love when how he says that too, he's just like for a cy- he's like I don't know a cyborg like scuba dives in her free time like. Yeah, no, it was so crazy. But that was a whole you know basic you know her it's part of her wanting to be more normal, being more normal. And then it, there was something that you had brought up earlier of uh, her basically talking about you know she that talks was, in the north. Yeah, go ahead, good. So that was that was her on the boat where she's sitting down with Bato and she, she's telling him, you know, because they're both – she's a cyborg. Bato is a human-cyborg hybrid. He has different parts of him that are cyborg. So basically she's just like, well, what if everything that we know isn't exactly what we know and it was just programmed for us? You know, how am I able to get a like a grasp on what's actually my memories and what's actually been programmed because she's a cyborg? Which is insane to think about. It's really crazy to think about. It makes you really think about like what the future holds. And like, you know what? And because I said there, you know, me talking about this, I don't know what's happened in the other movies. I don't know what's been talked about in the TV show. Um, but I feel like that is something they do will eventually bring up in the other ones. You know what I mean? Like they're going to explain like maybe in Section 9 those people were just made for that specific government, you know, like and, unit. And that- that scene on the boat, that voice comes out and talks to them, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Was that your ghost?" And I wrote, "I'm so, I am so upset. I am so upset." And I apologize to all the anime boys and girls. I had so many notes, and <laughs> I didn't bring them. You didn't bring them. I wrote down like the specific line of what this voice said on the boat, and I was just like, "Man, Meh. Meh. it's gone. It's, it, it is gone." <laughs> um, you know, but that the thing you did bring up too, it's like she kind of talks with that monotone cyborg, you know, kind of voice. Um, it's basically, you know, she's talking like that. And for a second, I was like, oh, okay, maybe it's the dub. Maybe it's just like they didn't do the voice transit, like you know, they didn't record yeah. it correctly. But I'm also thinking about like, damn, no, she's a cyborg. <laughs> she needs to talk like that because that's how she is. Like she has the emotion, but at the end of the day, she's just you know metal. You know what I mean? So, um, but back to our white woman in the middle of the street, Terminator style. You know what I mean? Um, you end up finding out that that is the puppet master. Um, and I love that whole interrogation, you know, in style thing. They're getting into like, you know, it's psyche and everything. And they find out that, so basically the puppet master was created by section six. Now section six is another government, uh, Operation, I guess is what you want to call it. Yeah. But they're also like, they're involved in like, you know, espionage. They're supposed to find, you know, other, what's wrong with other foreign countries. And they were using the puppet master yeah. to hack into those things. But the puppet master, like, ascended to like figuring out like its consciousness. Dude, yeah, dude, he became, he what was it, like a sentient being. Yes, that's what I was thinking. To where he, he was like, oh, I'm my own. It was almost, it reminded me almost of kind of like Mewtwo, when Mewtwo's like, oh, I can think for myself. Very true, because he says, you know, the puppet master says he's not an AI. Like, he's, no, he's not. not. He's like, I, I have consciousness. He's like, I am a sentient being. Yeah. So, and that was like kind of. You know, the thing with it, like, so basically he was intrigued by the major because he had seen a lot of the cases that she had done and dealt with. Uh, So he wanted to, like, so basically, you know, like I said, it was in her search for everything to become human and her and the puppet master finally met and the puppet master had fled. They're doing this whole chase sequence. No, well, you got to remember, so do you remember that this was, like, one of my, actually, my favorite sequences in the movie 
that uh, well first off is it did it not scare the shit out of you that this white woman was just like i am the puppet master oh very true yeah no i was like ew i was like that's weird i was like i'm not gonna get into it yeah but it just scared me a little bit i thought one of the best sequences is when tagosa is leaving the the offices after they had detained um the puppet master or as they call him project 2501 and he's in his car and he sees the vehicles that were that the two operatives from section six had come in with and he goes read me the pressure sensor like reports and sees that they were not alone with that was so Dude, cool. he was like, there's no way that these two people could weigh a metric ton coming in that entrance. And you can see that there are other camouflaged operatives behind them. And I was like, oh, shit, some shit's about to go down. That was so cool. I was that like... That was so genius. That was so genius. Because he tells the major, he's like, hey, you know, like, they, there's no way they could weigh this much. And she goes, you checked the pressure sensors, didn't you? Like, oh. you, you thought, like... Badass on on his part. Yes. Badass on his part. So great. It was so. Um, I think that was so cool. That was such like that's such like a human like detective magnum like PI some bullshit like that. You know what magnum, I mean? Like magnum P. I don't think Ma- Tom Selleck would ever go check the pressure sensors. <laughs> He'd be like, look at my mustache. <laughs> oh my god. Is it Tom Selleck? I, I it was yes, there's Tom Selleck. You see, they're remaking that. Side note, they're, remaking, they re- yeah, they're, really... they're remaking Magnum. Yeah, PI? yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh god. Um, but yeah. So, and I love the okay, episode of Anime Boys and Magnum, Magnum PI. <laughs> the anime. They uh they they meet in this. What? Where did they meet? It was like in this church, but it. Where well, yeah. So that the whole in in section nine that whole thing went down where all those operatives, they started firing shots and the puppet master escaped and they ended up tracing that white suburban, which included, mm-hmm. they basically took that puppet master back and they were trying to flee with them. So I know Bato and Sagosa were going after one vehicle and then major was like, I'm taking the white suburban. And he and, was kind of like, he was like, oh, is that your ghost telling you where it's at? Like, is that your man? Yeah, she was like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she said, maybe. Maybe. But we find that, so they detain the first vehicle, which it hits the barrier. And and you remember the chief. So, like, Chief Arabaki was just like, shut everything down. Don't let anybody leave. Because these dudes were American. Remember? Oh, yeah. So if they fled to America, there was no way. Yeah. There was no way they were going to get him. So he was like, shut down the airports, shut down the highways, like they're trying to leave. And we had one vehicle that was detained, and that's when that one dude like exploded. Oh, hell yeah. That's it. We talked about that a little <laughs> earlier, but oh and my his God. spine came out, and it was delicious. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was so well drawn. Great job. It was so well drawn. I mean, like, that's the thing. That's the. Uh, these are, car- you know, these are cartoons. These are people's creations from their hands to make something look so realistic is just. Insane. It's fucking insane. It's it's just it's so beautiful. But yo, they meet in this like church thing, and I wanted to bring this up because it looks like the scene from like Cowboy Bebop. Like it looks like that the oh, one. Yeah, it looked with, like with it's so. It looked it looked like it's so much. Um, 
You could definitely tell that because Bebop was what ninety eight. Bebop was like ninety eight, early two thousand. Yeah, so early two thousand. So there's three years later. You yeah. can definitely tell that Bebop took a lot of um, reference from Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, like all these movies, I just think anime was popping. You know, anime was like at its prime. Not at its prime. I wouldn't say all around, but I feel like artwork. That's this is the the era when anime was at its like you know prime. <laughs> I, well, I mean, because that's the thing, is, like, during this time, everything was still being hand-drawn, you know? An- anime is good today, but we take advantage of, you know, creating it digitally because they're able to push it out faster. Yeah. Very true. Um, but so basically you have, you know, uh, the puppet master and you have the major and she's basically... Yo, but there was this one... Oh, my gosh. She went total fucking Hulk mode when she's, like, basically... The puppet master's being, like... Con- not Dude, control, that, but he's that, being like blocked by a tank. a tank. He's being blocked yeah. by a tank, and she's trying her hardest to like basically get into it. And she gets on top of it. And I just wish I, I hope, I want everyone to please check this movie out if you haven't seen it or you have seen it. Hope I'm describing this correctly because it's fucking crazy. She gets a hold of like the top hatch. Her muscles, like six pack Hulk style, and just like tries to rip it off, but she can't. <laughs> She's, she gets so, like, she just pulls this power, and she's trying to pull this hatch so heavy that the flesh and her all of her, like, parts are just being ripped from her limbs, which I thought was fucking awesome. It was fucking awesome, because she, I was like, oh, yeah, she's going to pull it off, and then she still didn't. Everything's popping <laughs> out of her legs, everything's coming out of her fucking arms. <laughs> oh, dude, okay, so speaking of things coming out of arms, there is, there is a scene of this movie that everybody just memes and it's the fucking scene where the guy's fingers come out and they start typing really fast oh my god yes and it's like it'll be like when you're talking shit on facebook and his <laughs> fingers are all going crazy oh my god when that like american like one of the other scientists was like looking on the computer and to the puppet master oh my god that was so fucking <laughs> it reminded me of like a 1990s like hacker movie oh yeah do you like war games or yeah, something yeah yeah something like that well, that's 80s, but but it, yeah. I, I, that, I've seen that meme so many times. Like, when you're talking shit on Facebook, and then it's just like, yeah. with all the fingers. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, she just rips all this flesh from herself. And then, fuck it, as she's, like, doing that, the, the tank grabs her by the face. And, and just, and like, I, and it's crushing. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, she's going to die. She's going to die. Like, and then like, so half her body's basically gone. And he just like chunks her aside. But that's when you have like Beto come in there with this fucking like, he's like, oh, <laughs> he's like this like bazooka type thing. <laughs> she goes, what was that? He goes, oh, this is a heavy gun. He's like, it's actually part of my private collection. Sorry, it took me so long. I had to go get it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go home and get it. Yeah, no, it was, it was fucking hilarious. But basically now you have the puppet master and the in the major basically lying in there and the puppet master's like we could like i want to merge with you so we can become like higher energy basically he, yeah he wants to he's like let's become part of everything you know he's like i'm ascension being he's like let's ascend beyond existence and be a part of everything that exists that was so like this movie was so like blowing my mind like i said like i feel like there's so much like in movies, these in this era of time, they were so deep that like, you really had to like 
pay attention to these and you have to like listen for that like story like you know meaning so yeah yeah, yeah. i mean no no no, no you're completely it, it's a lot you know it, it take akira for example how complex of a story that was this is along those same lines of how complex of a story this is you know we're talking about hacking the inner soul of a cyborg who's now realized his consciousness and wants to ascend to a higher being like what what the fuck right like what right now i'm watching some superheroes and some ninjas like you know what i mean battle it out which is still fucking dope but it's like we're heroes we're like you haven't seen an anime series really come out as that makes you fucking think so hard and if there is and if it's out there and you want to prove us wrong please send it our way i will definitely if anybody has an anime thinker for us to watch something that we gotta think about and figure it out like send it to us please um but basically after you know i love how because you know basically section six does not want that to happen they just do not want they want to get rid of the puppet master you know what i mean they just want to get rid of it um so yeah they basically surrounded the entire area that they're in and right before they like ascend or like you know the major didn't really get a chance to like think about it um, section six, like snipes him, just fucking gone. Oh, dude, yeah. Well, because the major's like, I'm gonna, you know, get into their ghost and see what's going on there. And at that point, Bato's like, Oh, I'm pretty sure, like, he's the one taking over you right now. Yeah, because like, it basically Bato can't really like understand. Like, he he can hear like what I guess the major saying, but he can't hear what uh, the puppet master saying. He can't hear uh-huh. so. Takes him out, and I and how did the major pass out? I don't remember that whole um, point because they shoot him, they snipe him, um, but then the major well, passes out. Well, that's the thing is that they they snipe them both. I mean, they snipe. That's them right. Both. They take it right and, through and, both. And, okay, and, and, and it goes right through. So one bullet hits the puppet master in the face and explodes their face. The other bullet decapitates the major's head from her cyborg body. That's right. That's right. And at that point, she's like, oh, and he's like, you don't look good. And then you see her, like, fading out. So basically, and it was so weird, because when that scene came back in, it is at a distance. And it, like, zooms in on, like, the child, like, her new body, which is, like, a child now, um, zooms in. It looked really realistic. It was, like, crazy. Yeah, it scared it was, me a little it was, bit. It, it, it looked like that portion before the animation was just a, a, a watercolor painting like yeah, like yeah yeah it was very very and she's in that weird little black dress and you're like this is kind of creepy. this is kind of fucking creepy um no yeah no it was you know so cool and then basically i love how he you know she wakes up and he's like oh you know that's the body i could get for you on the black market and it's like a little girl's voice but then it suddenly like starts to lower to like her voice yeah um, yeah so she's kind of like adjusting to it yeah, and then she kind of like, you know, he's like, what are you going to do now? You know, like, what what's your, you know, do you think the uh, project uh, 2501 is like, 2501 is still with you? She goes, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's like, I just think, I think they they merged, basically. I, I, yeah, I, I think they merged, too, because I, I don't know if you remember that line, but she goes, I am neither Project 2501 nor the major anymore. And then she's like, what's ne-? and he's like, what's next? And there's a line, and I love this line. I wrote it down, and I'm upset that I fucking forgot it. But it's something like, the web is, like, vast and unlimited, you know? It's so cool how to think that, like, you know, even in 95, like, the internet was still in its, like, super 
early stages. Beginning stages, yeah. They still thought of like, you know, in sci-fi animes back in that time anyway, the internet was such like a, they knew how vast it was going to get. You know what I mean? Because the internet was just like, you're on Windows like 95. You know what I mean? It's like you could send an email to somebody. You know what I mean? But it's like they imagined how vast it was going to get. Now we're in 2018 and it's it's not that just yet, but we're getting there. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we're getting there. Yeah. We are getting there. It's crazy. We take technology for granted. We do. Right? No, it's crazy. Like, we're all going to be cyborgs yeah. one day and it's going to be fucking dope. And it's going to be, you know. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I feel like that's that ending right there because she kind of like says, I'm going to go out. We'll meet again. Our code word is 25, you know, 2501. And that's, I feel like, like I said, now I need to go, you know, watch uh, Ghost in the Shell 1.5, Ghost in the Shell, you know, 2, and then the, the TV show. Um to kind of see what I was now I'm intrigued. I want to see like, damn, does she go out yeah. there? And, Cause I feel like she's going to go look and like, look at what's wrong with like, you know, the world, like, you know, what's wrong with people with, you know, how the ghost became to be. I feel like that's what she's going to go search uh, for how ghosts, because she doesn't know, you know, what I mean? they don't really explain it. Yeah. They don't explain how it happens. So, um, super interesting. Great movie all around. So Mitchell, what is your official anime boys? Uh, Score my official anime boy score of the Ghost in the Shell. I'm gonna give it like I'm gonna give it an eight point five nine something like around that. It was a good movie. I really have no issues with it to be honest. Maybe I, yeah. Maybe it was a uh, you know maybe it was kind of rushed a little bit, but none of that. I got no issues with it. What about yeah, you? I, I'm there with you. It felt a little rushed at times, but I'm also. I mean, this is a staple for anime movies. I'm gonna go with the nine out of ten as well for my official review. Such a good movie. Um, again, guys, thank you guys so much for uh, you know sticking around with us in episode 16. We're almost wrapping up season two of the Anime Boys podcast. We're going to be doing a live show probably for the 20th episode, um, uh-huh. wrapping it up. It's going to be awesome. Um, AJ, where can they find you at on the interwebs? On the interwebs, guys, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Garces. What about you, Mitchell? You guys can always find me on Instagram at Money Mitch. Oh, yes. If you would like to listen to previous episodes of the Anime Boys Podcast, go to www.animeboyspodcast.com. Guys, thank you so much for checking it out. Um, As always, my man. As always. You. Jin. Ha! Alright, guys. Thank you guys so much. Ending podcast. Five, four, three, two, one.